Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. So let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome. Welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned, full-service funeral home, proudly serving the area since 1880. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us here on this Wednesday in the Eastern Panhandle. Uh, not sure if there were any games initially scheduled here in the EPAC tonight, uh, but those are going to be canceled if they have not been of, already. I uh, one, Hedgesville Girls was, I think, supposed to play Berkeley Springs, but that might have, I think, actually got moved yesterday anyway. So the closing of schools uh, wasn't the initial reason. Yeah, and I believe there was a game pushed from yesterday to today. Uh, Spring yeah. Mills and... Spring Mills Jefferson yeah. girls. That's going to be pushed again today. because no schools are closed today. So uh, That benefits Spring Mills, though. They don't have to play back-to-back. Right. Yeah, I mean, it benefits a lot of teams, but it also doesn't because now you've lost That's true, three true. days of practice if you weren't playing. So, Yeah, these games starting uh, hopefully tomorrow uh, will most likely be kind of sloppy because you haven't really had a whole lot of prep time uh, heading into the games. And then as your camera moves all the way up and all the way back down. All right, um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, you haven't had a whole lot of prep time heading into the game, so you know as a team you don't really know what to expect necessarily out of these other teams, and then you haven't practiced in several days, so it's really at this point whatever you can kind of do on your own, which probably isn't much for most of the players. So you know I, I don't I don't know how the games are going to work out tomorrow in terms of you know quality of play because you're taking so many days off away from basketball can always be pretty hurtful for your team so we'll see how it how it plays out tomorrow and friday but um you're missing some crucial practice time some game action that can help you get ready for your next opponent yeah and you gotta now trust the fact uh of whether or not your players practiced on their own yeah if they had a possibility to to go to a gym or if they have anywhere where they can shoot at home a basketball hoop outside or if they have just been kind of vegging these snow days and hanging out with friends. I mean, the season's midway. You want to make sure that they're in gear, and it's not always for high schoolers the top priority. Well, plus it's, I mean, pretty tough to ask for a high schooler if it's not safe for them to come into school. How You know, it's tough for them to drive somewhere and get into a gym or even play outside and shoot because obviously – it's cold. I don't think most people want to do that. So I don't know. I saw somebody doing it in our uh, neighborhood a couple of days. Well, they're ago. just a grinder collar. That, that Mills, kid's the so. next Kobe Bryant, you know, because they're not taking the weather into consideration. <laughs> they're Good. just out there. I like it. Might have to go introduce myself if, yeah. if he's the next Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, you might want to get to yeah. him early. Tell him to come on the show. We'd like to talk to exactly. him. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, we've got a lot planned future. on the show today. Uh, we'll talk some uh, West Virginia hoops. They got a, they had a tough loss last night uh, to a Baylor team that looked like they 
that West Virginia really could have taken advantage of that game. We'll get into that more later. Uh, Caps get back in the win column, win their first game in overtime straight up. They're now 1-7 and seven in the overtime session. That does not include the shootout. Um, Wizards back on the uh, back on the hardwood tonight. We'll have that game right here on Talk Radio WRNR uh, 106.5 FM AM 740. Shepard, uh, as of this moment, it will be back on the hardwood, both men's and women's tonight. They are at Shippensburg. Uh, we will be joined by head coach of the men's basketball team, Justin Namalik, at well, just a couple of minutes. We're waiting for his phone call here at around 12.15 and they're trying to get uh, back into things as they're five and seven on the year, one and five in the conference, and uh, coming off of a very close loss that was, you know, it's so almost long ago at this point. <laughs> it was two weeks ago at this point, but they lost by four to Millersville, and they're on the road again tonight. That is five, well, that'll be six straight away games, barring nothing else gets postponed. That's kind of been the uh, entire season for this men's team for Shepard is all these close games, whether it's wins or if you look at the record mostly losses unfortunately they still have a lot of talent they can compete it's just most nights lately it's been not going their way yeah and the women's on the other side of that uh the women's team right now doing very well they came off of a loss i believe there was it their last i guess last week they had a loss uh 71 to 60 but they won 56 44 on monday at millersville uh, but so then they'll have these two road games and then they'll be at home for four straight, uh, barring no more cancellations, postponements. Uh, but they're on the other side of things, sitting at 11 and two and four, or excuse me, five and two in conference. Yeah, I mean, they played well all year, but again, so much time off. How will that affect this women's team? I, I think in some ways it, it will be beneficial because we saw in that last game that they kind of ran out of gas. Um, so. If they've been able to get back into practice and get back on the court, that will help them out moving forward. But obviously a very talented team. And uh, it's just been a weird year, I think, for a lot of college basketball. It's definitely been a lot a weird year for college basketball. But that does it for this first segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one. First, go to ParsonsFord.com for more. When we come back, we joined by the head coach of the Shepherd men's basketball team, Justin Amalek. That's next on the Sports Mix. Coming up after this two-minute break. Four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including Trivia Night Monday, Karaoke Tuesday, Steak Night Wednesday and Sunday, Thursday Night Boneless Wing Night, and on Friday and Saturday nights, there'll be a DJ and or karaoke. And remember, Monday through Friday, happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Do you love martial arts? Are you a little more Miyagi-Do than Cobra Kai? 
Dragon Warrior Kung Fu offers a well-rounded program designed to promote and encourage learning and growth in a family-friendly environment. Because Kung Fu is not just flashy fighting skills, it's a lifelong journey of self-discovery. Dragon Warrior Kung Fu. Call us at 304-350-0646 and learn more today. The right attorney can make all the difference in the outcome of your case. I called Sutton and Janelle, the best lawyers you could ask for. Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. 70 years of collective legal experience, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, and mediation. Sutton and Janelle got the most favorable outcome I could have expected. Visit Sutton and Janelle's new historic location, 224 West King Street in Martinsburg. Online at SuttonandJanelle.com. Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. They value your rights and are passionate about your success. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and on TV 10 streaming live on the TV10 Facebook, we're now joined by the head coach of the Shepherd men's basketball team, head coach Justin Namalik. How are you doing today, coach? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for joining us. You guys on the road again tonight. That's uh, what what I counted. You guys haven't been on the court for a game since uh, the 5th of January, if I'm correct, and then it'll be correct. another road game on Saturday. Trying to get back into the win column. You guys had a f- close game the last time you were on the court, a four-point loss. Uh, just trying to get things right here. Uh, what are some things you've been able to do if you've been able to have some practice time? Uh, we have been able to practice. You know, I think uh, in early January, the games we missed uh, were based off COVID protocols from the other team, you know, and then um, we had a little hiccup on January 15th. So, um, you know, we have, you know, we have some guys out, you know, so I mean, for us, it, we, we haven't had our whole roster the entire year. We've had one game um, where we've had our entire roster. You know, it's been it's been like just a tale of kind of two two halves of the season. You know, in November and December, uh, we had a number of injuries, uh, and we're working to get guys back. And then, you know, after the Christmas break, we ran into some COVID issues. And so now that's kind of hit our roster as well. And so, um you know, what we've really been working on, it's, you know, although it's been tough to not have our, our whole roster, what we've been working on is, you know, guys that maybe weren't going to get a lot of minutes have a chance to do that, you know, getting them up to speed. Um, you know, we have to make adjustments how we're going to attack teams offensively now um, just with the changes, you know, to our roster and what's been going on. So um, it's def- there's definitely been some frustrating moments, but at the same time, you know, we keep plugging away, uh, we keep grinding, we keep working. Uh, you know, a lot of our young guys are getting an opportunity to get better, and so um, we just try to keep moving in the right direction. Hey, coach, this is Nick Verzellini. Um, what are some? Of, well, I guess what are some of the uh, challenges you guys have faced this year? Because this is really the first season you've dealt with having to deal with COVID cancellations, and then I guess how do you maintain the team's focus when it's been so yeah. long when you haven't played since you played? Yeah, like I say, man, you know, it was it's really been a tale to have because, you know, you look at, you know, all the fall sports here at Shepard, they went off, you know, pretty well. We didn't have any hiccups, you know, and then for us, you know, we started off in November, December and we didn't have no issues, you know, then COVID, the 
Omicron variant kind of spiked there end of December, into January. And so now, like, our issues have been COVID-related. But, you know, we were really more prepared for it, um, you know, in the in November, December, just because, you know, we lost guys to injuries. You know, I mean, we lost Philip Jordan to an ankle injury, you know, before the first game, and we were counting on him um, being the starting point guard for us. That was a huge loss, you know, just counting on his production. You know, his sophomore classmate, Daniel McClain Corley, um, had a great, you know, first nine games. You know, he was third in the PSAC in scoring. He had gotten better in so many different areas, and he was just moving along so well. And he has a stress reaction in his leg um, that he that he um, that we discovered in in middle of December. And so he's been out since then. He's going to be out another four weeks, so we might not get him back. You know, and so it's just been, you know, there in November, December, we were kind of used to the kind of used to the, the losses of personnel that we're having. And then here with the COVID, um, you know, we've had some issues and just our return to play at Shepard's pretty stringent, you know, so if uh, guys, you know, they only, they, they can't really start working back until after day 10 and then they got to gradually get back. And so, um, you know, our roster is, is really depleted right now. I mean, we're, we're missing a lot of guys. And so this is going to be a tough challenge tonight. We go up to Shippensburg, but you know, our guys, I just, I've really been so proud of their re- resiliency you know, um, even last week, you know, there were times we're practicing with eight guys and, you know, you have to get real creative with practice and, and they just, you know, watching them play, they were enjoying playing. And I think that's the thing, you know, um, definitely dedicated to our seniors this year, making sure they have a senior, uh, a senior season, you know, making sure it's the best it can be. And I think everybody else on our team knows that. So, um, you know, our guys, I'm just so proud of them, the way they keep fighting through adversity and, you know, we're going to keep on plugging away. Coach Namalik, Colin McLaughlin here. Thank you for uh, joining us this afternoon. As you already mentioned, Shippensburg tonight there in Shippensburg. Last year they beat you guys both times. What does the team need to do tonight to flip the script? You know, it's, they're, they're one of the best teams in our league, you know, and um, they have a very, really solid, you know, six-man rotation. You know, um, they're not that deep, but, like, the six guys that play a lot of men's for them are very good. Um, you know, for us, you know, we're going to have to really, we're going to have to slow the tempo down, um, you know, and this year it's kind of been, you know, just with all the <clears throat> the issues we faced, you know, we've been playing a lot of two, three zone. Um, you know, we even started playing a lot of two, three zone, like on misses, which is something I've never done. And so we're going to have to slow the pace. Um, you know, I always think Shippensburg is, is underrated as a defensive team and they have a lot of length. And so it's going to be, you know, we're going to have to be able to score the ball. You know, we're going to try to attack them in some ball screens um, and, and certain guys on their end. You know, we're going to need big games from our two seniors, Cam Stevens and Kyle Daggett. And we're going to go at them with those two guys. And so um, this is definitely a tall task, but um, I think if we can keep it a low scoring game, you know, we have shown that this year we've been able to keep games low scoring. Um, you know, and if we can, you know, be effective offensively, you know, we, we can't, you know, our, the guys we're going out there on the court tonight, we can't have more than one guy have an off night, you know, and so this is going to be a really tough test for us. And you uh, mentioned your seniors just now, Daggett and Stevens. What have those two players meant over these last couple of weeks, really last month when everything's kind of, kind of, as you mentioned, a tale of two halves of the season, everything's kind yeah. of started to go south. What have they done as, as leaders, senior leaders to uh, kind of keep your team together? I mean, they are just, uh, you know, I've been really lucky to have them now for the last, you know, four year, four and a half years in our program. You know, um, when they came here, you know, um, both of them weren't playing a whole lot early in their career, you know, and they just kept getting better. They kept, you know, kept working. 
Um, they're outstanding students in the classroom. They've completely bought into everything that we do as a program, and they're such great represent- representatives, not only of our program, but of Shepherd University. Um, you know, and, and they just, the, you know, their leadership styles are a little bit different. You know, Kyle's more of an intense guy. Um, he really gets into it. And Cam is that even keel, level headed guy. Um, which has been great for our young guys just when they're struggling. He's that, that reassuring voice for them. Um, you know, and they just – when you have a commitment level, you know, um, by your seniors, when you have that leadership from your, you know, your seniors, it's such a um, – it's so important because, you know, these guys are teaching lessons to our younger guys that they're going to carry with them, you know, through their career at Shepherd and when they become leaders. And, um, you know, it's so important. So I've just been so lucky to have them. You know, they're they're both having really good years on the court, but, you know, their leadership off the court, you know, weathering this storm, you know, keep staying positive through all the adversity we face, you know, um, I'll always be appreciative of that. Coach, other than, you know, those two, for the most part, you have a, a pretty young team this year. Um, how do you think this year, while it's been kind of challenging at times, you guys have been competitive in a lot of these games. How do you think that can help you? for the future you know i mean I've, I've never been a guy to like you know always like say wait till next year wait next, till next year you know we came into this season you looked at our roster you definitely knew we were young on paper um but what i found really interesting was you know since we didn't have a season last year but we got 60 practices in and we played three scrimmage games so it was like everybody on our team had a red shirt year you know and i think at the beginning of the year the one thing that kind of stood out was that yeah you know they are a lot of our guys made some strides but I think you can't, you know, that game experience you get is so important. You know, I think for, for you know, during my time at Shepard, you got guys like for a young guy to start playing at the uh, at our level, it's like, all right, he's got to prove himself, prove himself, prove to himself that he can play at this level. And then like, all right, then he can start to produce a little bit. Then it's like, all right, can I do it consistently, right? And then you start to do it consistently. Then it's like, all right, now they're going to throw their best guys at me. They're going to try to stop me, you know. So those those different levels of like increased um, development, increased production, you know, you need to play games for that to happen. So although like we have a young roster, I'm a little nervous just because so many guys who were just making great strides, um, you know, are hurt. You know, like I said, like Daniel McClain Corley. I mean, he, you know. He was leading us in scoring. He was third in the PSAC in scoring, um, you know, in nine games. And we were already starting to talk to him about, you know, teams are going to start to key on you. And, and he was up for that challenge. Um, like Philip Jordan, you know, we were counting on his increased production. And he just, you know, hasn't been able to catch a break. Um, you know, he's going to get to play tonight, you know. And I'm, I'm, really, I'm really looking forward to him because he's going to, you know, he's healthy now. Um, you know, it's going to take you know, not hopefully not too long to get his legs back, but you know, seeing him on the court tonight is going to bring a smile to my face. And then, you know, it's been you know our freshmen, you know, Carson Poppenberger, Gerard Robinson, they've gotten some game experience and they've and they've shown some strides. So I'm really anxious. I'm really looking forward to that because that's going to help in their development. You know, the one guy that I was hoping that again had a kind of a setback was Aiden Hughley. We started him on January 5th and. He just played great. I mean, I can't remember. He probably had 16 points, six rebounds. Um, you know, he went right, right at Nishdawi for Millersville. was one of the better big men in the league. And, like, he just looks so promising. And then he gets sick, and now he's going to be out for a, a, quite a bit, you know. And so missing those games, um, I think, is something that is concerned for me because I think it's such a, a big part of the development, you know. And so – but, you know – Injuries are part of it. You know, our situation now with COVID is part of it. Part of it. You just got to keep on plugging away and keep on working and um, just hope for the best. 
that kind of coincides with the question that I was about to ask. You mentioned staying positive, and with COVID going on, it's hard to stay positive for everybody in this world, but on a basketball standpoint for you guys with the injuries, and right now, unfortunately for the team, a five-game losing streak, how do you guys stay positive this season right now? You know, I think it's two things. You know, I think if you just look on the court, you know, I mean, we've been so close. You know, I mean, it's just been such a crazy year. You know, you can't help but look back and be, man, if we were healthy, you know, what would be going on for us? You know, we lost a two-point game uh, on the last shot to Virginia Union. You know, they're one of the best teams in the CIAA right now. You know, we went to Johnstown, lost by one point. I mean, we were in position to win that game. They're going to be one of the better teams in the PSAC West. Um, you know, Millersville, you know, they, they got a senior laden team. They have a lot of older guys, you know, to go up there, you know, with us being shorthanded, only lose the, to them by four points. I mean, we're so close, you know, and, and we're not, you know, 100%. So that's like a definitely a frustrating part. But I think at the same time, although it's frustrating, it's also, you know, positive. Like, you know, we're right there. You know, it'd be a lot different. We're getting smacked by double digits or having some 20 point losses, but we're right there, you know, and I think so. That gives the guys hope. But I think you mentioned COVID. I think last year not having a season, one of the things we spoke about so much was keeping things in perspective. You know, like, yeah, we don't get to play a college basketball game, but, you know, there's a lot of people being affected by this. And we're lucky to be here at Shepherd. you know, um, going to class. We're lucky to be here at Shepherd practicing. So I think we've kept that perspective. I think there's just such an appreciation this year to be an actually play. You know, like, so, like, you know, I don't feel like it's affected them at all, you know, because of that. You know, I mean, if you talk to our two seniors right now, you know, they just want to they want to they want to play the games, you know. And I think um, for me, you know, I, I definitely take that upon myself as like, you know, I want to do everything I can to make sure that we get all 28 games in for these two guys, you know. And it's going to be tough, you know, with some of the rescheduling games. We're coming up to a tough stretch. We're going to start to have three games in a week, which is unheard of. You know, it's going to be like four or five weeks of that so it's going to be tough but we're definitely entering a time of like where we're not going to have much practice time to get better now it's going to be about planning games the minor adjustments in practice um and getting after it so i mean our our mental makeup of our team is really we're in a good spot you know and um it'd be nice you know just if we can get in the wind column um you know kind of like I, and i still think i believe in this team like like i said we've been so close like i just think like we can we can string a win streak together um you know it's gonna be a tall task tonight but you know i'm i'm anxious, I'm anxious, anxious to get on the floor with our guys tonight against Shippensburg. all right coach thanks for joining us best of luck tonight and saturday and we'll be at the butcher center on monday to call your game against mansfield uh thanks for joining good, us man. and good luck all right thank you thanks for having me that was head coach of the Shepherd men's basketball team, Justin Namalik, and uh, excited to get back to the Butcher Center on Monday with Nick to uh, call some Shepherd hoops. Uh, but they've got the game tonight at Shippensburg Soda's Women's. We talked about that prior to the interview. Uh, hopefully, uh, they can get some guys back and healthy, and uh, they're they're not playing bad for a team that's very shorthanded. Definitely not, and I think uh, you know it'll be exciting to see them again on Monday. It's been a long time since yeah. we had a Shepherd game, and we were probably planning on doing a few more that we just couldn't do because, well, they got canceled. So yeah. we're postponed. Um, so hopefully, you know, we can do that game on Monday. Everything's good COVID-wise. Everybody stays healthy, and we can you know, see the improvements that this team has made because, I mean, even the game we did where they didn't play great in that first half uh, against Gannon, I believe it was, was the last time we saw them in action – you know, they battled back and they made it close. So, um, you know, Shippensburg is always a tough program. That'll be a tough game tonight, but, you know, this Shepherd team won't, won't give up and they'll put in a good effort.
that's guaranteed. Yeah, you look at the schedule for this uh, Shepherds men's basketball team, and four out of the seven losses have been by four points and fewer. So they've been in it, as you heard from Coach Namelik, and you can still believe in this team. All they got to do is get hot, and tonight, hopefully, is the start of that. Yeah, it hopefully is, and uh, as I mentioned, we'll be out there on Monday. Hopefully that game does not get postponed, but that does it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, it's family-owned and operated and located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more. When we come back, we'll talk WVU men's hoops last night. We kind of teased it in the beginning of the show. They had a tough loss last night. We'll hear from Tony Caridi on the Mountaineer Report. That's next on the Sports Mix. We're back in two minutes. My thoughts to bark like hounds. I focus on my breathing and the universe. Hi, I'm Annette McDonald, and I am the designer at Orsini's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We welcome you into our store to show you a complete line of what we do here. We design your cabinetry, quartz countertops, granite countertops, hardware, anything for the full remodel of your kitchen and your home needs. We also do bathrooms, and we have flooring available, too. We make sure that your project with Orsini's is the best in the market. Welcome to Orsini's. Orsini's.com. It's time to roll out the carpet and bring on the Mountaineers. It's time to fire up one of the most electric atmospheres in the country. One on two, takes it to the bucket, layup shot, good, and a foul. It's the Bridges with the shot clock expiring. He hit it for three. It's time for West Virginia basketball. Takes the ball toward the basket, pulls up for a jumper with the win. It is no goal. West Virginia wins it. Be part of the action at the WVU Coliseum. Tickets are on sale now at WVUGame.com. WVU Medicine is now offering a new robotic-assisted platform for minimally invasive biopsy in the lung. The ION system by Intuitive allows pulmonologists to diagnose lung cancers earlier and less invasively than ever before. With the ION system, tissue samples can be obtained from hard-to-reach areas of the lung, resulting in earlier diagnosis of smaller nodules and better outcomes for patients. WVU Medicine, the future of surgery is here. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Wienick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us here on this Wednesday afternoon in the Eastern Panhandle. Mountaineers last night came up close. Sorry, I just remembered something. I was going to let you finish and then come to me. Are you trying to be Kanye West? 
No. Hit you with the. I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish, but uh, no, the Mountaineers came up short last night, seventy-seven to sixty-eight against the uh, team that had lost two straight, the Baylor Bears that fell from number one to number five, and the Mountaineers are now 13-4 and four on the season. Disappointing loss last night uh, by nine. They were only down four at halftime, and uh, they couldn't come back in the second half. This better be good, Colin. It popped into my head. I didn't want to forget because he's – Probably our biggest fan here on the sports. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, A.R. Emmert. A.R. Emmert's birthday today. That's a good point. So I wanted to make sure we said happy birthday to A.R. Emmert. I had it in my head this morning, and I was looking at our comment section because he usually comments, and he hadn't yet. So I wanted to make sure we said happy birthday to A.R. Emmert. And we hope it's a good one. Yeah, hopefully it is Should a good we sing? one. Probably not listening to us. I don't us. think he wants I, that. It wouldn't be a good one if we I sung. I don't know. He's yeah. probably not listening to us because he's probably got better things to do on his birthday. Yeah, he's probably got funner things. How could to you work. have anything else? better yeah. to do than watch the sports noon to mix. one from noon five to, to six one. re-aired? I don't know, man. But uh, let's the hear best the sports uh, talk show in the Eastern Panhandle. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Let's Might hear be the only. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> let's hear the uh, Mountaineer report the Mountaineer uh, from report. the Mountaineer Sports Network and Tony Caridi right now. The Bears outclaw the Mountaineers. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Caridi. That story coming up on today's Mountaineer report, brought to us by Kroger. At Kroger, fresh groceries are our thing. So we do freshness checks on the items in your delivery order at every step of their journey from our farms to our stores. And pick and pack every blue, raz, and strawberry in your free pickup order with the utmost care. Because we believe in treating your food the same way we'd want ours to be treated. It's the golden rule. Only for, like, fresh fruit and stuff. Order now using the mobile app. We're fresh every day, so shop anyway. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. 42 million Americans struggle with hunger, yet 35% of the food in this country is wasted. Those aren't just numbers, they're our neighbors. Your daughter's friend from school, the family of four next door. The Kroger Company Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation is committed to making fresh food accessible to all by ensuring it never goes to waste. Together, we can help end hunger. Learn more at ZeroHungerZeroWasteFoundation.org. You can call it the one that got away from the Mountaineer basketball team. West Virginia suffering its first home loss of the season last night, a 77-68 final to the fifth-rated Baylor Bears. Yes, Baylor was favored going into the game. However, Baylor did not have two of its main contributors in the lineup, so it would have been a signature win for WVU. Now, the Mountaineers battled. They were down by four points at halftime, but West Virginia's inability to make shots from right in front of the rim all evening long eventually cost them this game. Consider this. West Virginia ended the contest 7 of 22 on layups. That's 31%. On the other side, Baylor hit 9 of 16 on layups. That's 56%. The bench with huge production for the Bears, outscoring the Mountaineers 28-18. to 18. West Virginia's front line scoring was almost non-existent. Consider the fact that the big scoring for West Virginia, over 60% of the Mountaineer points, came from the trio of Taz Sherman, 
Malik Curry, and Sean McNeil. Curry again showing a very efficient day. He had 19 points following up his big performance against Kansas back on Saturday. You add it all up, West Virginia just did not shoot the ball well enough at 39% from the field. Baylor comes in and they finish up at 47% from the floor. Things certainly don't get easier for the Mountaineers. They'll leave on Friday for Lubbock, Texas, and they'll take on one of the surprise teams in the conference on Saturday afternoon, the Red Raiders of Texas Tech. Final score once again, Baylor 77. West Thanks, Mr. Curry. You will have to get him on the show again. I've been trying. You've been trying? Yeah. All right. Uh, well, Try before harder. we, I want to give a shout Fair out enough. to one of our guests that came on during football season uh, because he just had an honor yesterday. Uh, Dave Wilson, the Morgantown Mohegan's voice uh, and uh, pregame host for the Thundering yeah. Herd Sports Network slash fill in play by play by play for basketball season. Uh, Dave Wilson named the National Sports Media Association West Virginia 2021 Sportscaster of the Year. So shout out to Dave Wilson. And fellow Marshall alum. And fellow Marshall alum. You call. Uh, it's okay. We've had we've had greatness on the show, right? So Yeah. I uh, just wanted to give him a quick we have shout out every up day in Morgantown. I grace your presence every <laughs> yeah. day, Spencer. All right, let's talk more about the Mountaineers. They're I'm back at second. it. They're yeah. back at it Saturday. Pretty good over there. There you go. Get your jabs back and forth in no we uh, weren't taking jabs we were just complimenting each other and by not mentioning you taking a jab at you the mountaineers back on the road saturday facing another top 25 team a noon tip-off 11 p.m pregame show right here on talk radio wrnr from the mountaineer sports network uh at texas tech it's gonna be a tough one after coming off this tough loss last night yeah it was disappointing last night they started off horribly had that nice run to make it a four-point game at the half and you were like all right maybe momentum's finally on the mountaineer side and then again they just go cold shooting wise allow these like 15 to 2 runs or whatever it is and they can never get back in the lead or really make it a one possession game again and it's frustrating to see because it seems like all they get is taz sherman and sean mcneil scoring wise granite he had a great night from uh, Curry, but there's no consistency for this team. And as I said yesterday, you need to start building up wins and get a statement win. Otherwise, you're going to end up being a bubble team. I, I do think that having a good night from Malik Curry, it does seem like that could help him because he was a guy coming from Old Dominion uh, that Spencer and I are pretty familiar with his game. I mean, he was a big-time scorer for them, so... You know, making the transition out of Big 12 basketball, if he can perform at a more consistent level, especially at a position where WU is kind of lacking a point guard, I, I think that would be extremely helpful for them. So uh, it, if this is a sign of things to come from Curry, that will help this team moving forward. But it is a tough loss to Baylor. And again, you're going to need like you said, those those ranked wins to help yeah. your resume. Because and it it's sucks very now unlikely. that back-to-back games was half of your statement wins. Right. And it's very unlikely that WV wins the conference tournament because, I mean, yeah. Baylor and Kansas are probably going to win it. Texas Tech is right there as well. Uh, so unless they get hot come that time of the season, I, at this point I don't see that as a likelihood. So they're going to have to get an at-large bid. And besides UConn, 
who is a team that's in the middle. I think they have a good chance to be ranked toward the end of the season, but that's really your only significant win at this point. Um, so you're going to have to find a way to upset somebody down the stretch uh, to get into the tournament. I don't know if just being like the fifth or sixth best team in the Big 12 will be enough. Um, it could be, but it depends on who you beat too. I mean, if somebody is right around there that has some good ranked wins and WVU doesn't, that will certainly not uh, put them in the best of positions. So it'll be interesting to see how the Mountaineers finish this year. I mean, you got in the top 25 from the Big 12, Iowa State, Texas, Texas Tech, Baylor, and Kansas. But those last two that I just mentioned are those statement wins. And when you've already played two out of the four meetings with them. And you've already played Texas as well. And you've already played Texas as well. You're losing your opportunities. Yeah. I mean, you do get Kansas at home again. Now you have to go on the road against Baylor. And possibly get statement wins there because the, you want the big statements yeah obviously oh yeah you do yeah, but mean, if you're able to you can get a couple okay ones have the wins beat iowa state that'd be over nice texas but, and texas tech and iowa state if you can get a winning record i think against those teams that's that will be enough to get in i would think we'll see i, I feel like those presuming help, those teams but then you in need the to perform 25. well in the tournament yeah yeah the conference tournament and that will be tough because now, if you get a winning record against those teams, but you're out round one right. of the Big Twelve tournament, I think you're still on that bubble and looking on the outside of the Big Dance. Yeah, depending on how many teams make it from the Big Twelve this year, too. I mean, bigger conferences usually the top conference is going to get about six or seven bids. Yeah. So, it, it if you remain around the six or seven best team in the Big Twelve, presuming you do well in the tournament as well, I I think it will be enough, but. What kind of seed are you going to get? Are you going to get a good first-round matchup and all that? I mean, I don't think anybody has this team winning the national championship anyway because I, there's not enough talent. But you never know come March, right? I mean, March gets crazy. so It's call, it's not called like March Madness mad, for no reason. Which is also a frustrating thing because that's the only thing that it seems like Bob Huggins can never get as a coach. That's probably he's, the he's reason why he's not in the Hall coach. of Fame. He yeah. is. I think everybody can agree with that. He's going to get in the Hall of Fame. Eventually. But the reason that he's not right now is because he does not have that national championship. Does he just have one Final Four or two? I think he has two. I think he had one with Cincinnati. I believe so as well. And he has the 2010 one with, yeah, with West Virginia. And obviously they upset John Wall in Kentucky. Um, yeah, I think he needs you know to get back into the Final Four at least and win that natty i mean if he wins a natty then then that's kind of just squared up no is that ever going to happen at west virginia i don't know I don't it can guess. happen anywhere i mean texas tech was in the national championship they didn't win but like who expected texas tech to be in the national championship not that long ago? uh did you that's guys true. see because west virginia knocked him out first round of the big 12 play or <laughs> tournament why well, now i'm trying to find this okay apparently proposed divisions for the new big 12 this is, I believe this will, ju- I don't know if it's for football or not, just football, but uh, they're going to have a north and a south, apparently. They're starting they're to vote on it. With seven Texas, seven teams, I think I saw. I didn't with Texas and Oklahoma it. leaving the Big 12, uh, you got, uh, or no, Texas and Oklahoma, Oklahoma's leaving, right? Yeah. yeah. Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC. Then why does it have it in here? This doesn't make Maybe any sense. Maybe for next year? Or I don't know when they're leaving. 
I don't know. It says BYU. So North would be BYU, Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. South would be Texas Tech, Texas, TCU, Baylor, Houston, UCF, and West Virginia. There's a 60% chance, according to the fan sided. Mm. I don't know how credible that is. Yeah, I don't know. I saw that and I was kind of interested in it, but there's not much more on it. Okay, so it says Big 12 potential. This is from the Dallas Morning News. Big 12 planning potential shift to seven-team football divisions in 2023. So more okay, things so to come on that. BYU, UCF, Houston, and Cincinnati to join. Yeah. This coming season? No, 2023. 2023, okay. So two seasons from now, I guess Oklahoma and Texas are supposed to stay in until then? Yeah, I don't know. Which I is news to me. I thought they were leaving sooner than that. I don't know. There's a lot of moving parts here in the college football and college in the conference realignment. Uh, Sunbelt looking to do the same thing, move things around early. That Those meetings, I believe, are next week for the Sunbelt. It's all about the money. It is all about the money. And uh, got to pay some bills here. Segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford. Revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you if you don't like it. They'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. We come back. We'll talk a little Capitals. And a little NFL will wrap things up here on the Sports Mix for your Wednesday edition. Next, we're back in two minutes. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Ollie's VIP Northside is the best local spot to catch all of your favorite high school, college, and pro sports or to hang out with friends. Ollie's has a great beer and cocktail menu along with a food menu that will blow you away. Ollie's offers multiple TVs to watch the game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio with cornhole and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Ollie's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game. It's the excitement of EPAC basketball on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Fowler, four seconds. Blackwood's corner, three, good! Taken away by Gladney. He'll run the court. He'll lay that one up and in. We got you covered all season long with over 50 games of high school boys and girls hoops. Crossover four, and it's hot. Bennett back in the face of all. Right here on your EPAC sports leader, WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. 
Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for your Wednesday, January 19th, brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343, or you can stop by their offices located at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. What are you over there? What are you doing over there? Just waiting for Matt Miller to bust down the door and grab the mic. (laughs) He's a little busy at his other job now. I know. I just wanted to play an upbeat But when that song. music plays. I mean, that is true. That's what people think of. Uh, let's talk about the Capitals now. Around the world. Yeah. Let's talk about the Capitals. Uh, they found themselves down fast as Kyle Connor from the Jets last night would score on the power play just a minute and two into the game, followed by uh, a goal from Cole Perfetti uh, just a minute and 18 seconds later for the Jets to get out to a 2 nothing lead. And then... Uh, the quiet. It was a quiet rest of the first period, and then into the second period, uh, the goat came alive. To the right of Hellebuck, Capitals able to win this draw, and a shot. They score in from the outside. The shot from Orlov that looked to change direction. Fifteen thirty-four to go in the second. We're tied at two here in Washington. Well, that was Orlov is the goat. Here's Ovechkin. He scores as the Jets were. Uh, yeah, that played differently than I thought it was going to play, but uh, you, you got the you got it there. I think uh, the that's two, worse than him coughing over the Ovechkin goal. The, a couple the of two days Russians ago. scored I mean, to tie is. the game. Hey, hey, hey! The two Russians scored to tie the game at two to two. Ovechkin was first, then Orlov second, all in the second period. Uh, Good is Wayne Gretzky though, for a little bit longer. I mean, he always will be. Will he? His nickname is the Great One. How can he not be the Ovechkin's goat? nickname's the Great Eight? What's your point? Yeah, that just means he's the best eight of all time, which is Ooh. even debatable because Cal Ripken exists. It's true. <laughs> and Lamar. You're putting me to... Per- <laughs> 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 you had me th- in the first half. I'd probably take Ovechkin over Ripken, I think. Yeah, well... I'm uh, torn right now. I can't, I can't make it. It would be 2-2 two two for the rest of the second period last night. I'm not sure who watched. Did you watch? I watched the third period. You were still awake? Oh, it's only nine. Yeah. Sorry. Usually it's late. Watched the Mountaineers, played some Xbox, and then put on the third period. Uh, so I can't say his name for the life of me. Alexia? Alexia. I think that's it. Alexia Protist would score the Caps' third straight goal. And uh, I'm pretty sure this is actually the goal here to take the lead three to two. Back down now for Wilson. Down the middle for Schultz. Protist trying to wait out. Hellebuck, a wraparound try. He scores. So the Caps went up 3-2, and uh, they pulled the usual Caps here. Cardiac Caps last night, uh, they gave up a goal. What was it? With, With 105 left. left in the contest to tie it. Then they went to overtime, and the Caps usually had the season coming into last night were 0-7 in games that were decided in the overtime period that does not include the shootout. Uh, but Tom Wilson... What didn't want that to stay? They didn't want to stay winless in the overtime period because he did this. 
Orloff from his own end. The full stop in behind Vitek Vanacek here in OT. And blazing up to center. Kuznetsov with some speed. Takes a look. Puts a move on. Can't get the shot away. In front for Wilson. He scores! Wilson with the overtime winner! They finally did it! In overtime! Good morning! Good afternoon! And good night Winnipeg for the first time in eight tries this season! The Capitals have won at three on three! This could be the start of good things to come for the Caps. They've kind of been on a lull, and that's, the Caps do this, Colin. You know that. You've been a Caps fan for a long time. They start out the season really good. Late December to maybe mid-February, they kind of just go in a lull. Yeah, and then the Penguins and then they, get good, and you start to worry. Yeah, and then they start to pick things back up. Uh, but the Caps getting their first win in the overtime period last night, now 1-7 and seven on the year in overtime. And you got to give credit to Kuznetsov during that play. Yeah, that's why I'm wearing his jersey today. You didn't hey. use the eagle, though. But he didn't score, so it's okay. Hey, two nights in a row, we've seen somebody with the la- with a nickname of Kuz do something good at Capital One Arena. That's true. Nick's like, wait, what? <laughs> Took him a second, didn't I was it? just trying to think about it, how you spelled Kuznetsov. I was putting like a... K-U-Z. Yeah, I was putting like a T in there for some reason. All right, well, the Caps, like now they jump, I believe, to second in the East uh, Sorry. after being in the first wild card going into yeah, so they're, you know, It's still yeah. January. Yeah. They'll, front. They'll be fine. And also, those highlights, uh, John Walton and the Caps Radio Network, shout out to them for the highlights. Uh, the Caps are back on the ice tomorrow, and they're at the Bruins, 6.45 pregame, 7 p.m. Uh, puck drop, we will not have that game, though. Uh, but the Caps, though, hopefully getting things back on top. Before we uh, hit the end of the show today, I want to get your opinion on uh, tweets that uh, or somebody, a NFL player, tweeted an apology last night. Do you know who that NFL this. player was? I didn't see You this. sent it to me, but I Dak really Prescott. Care. What did he apologize for? Uh, he apologized for berating the uh, referees in his postgame comments, most likely because he got a letter that said, you owe the NFL this amount of money for talking crap about the refs in your press conference. So, he didn't really talk bad about him. If you watch the press conference, he said, "Give credit to the fans for throwing stuff at the refs." Yeah, but that's at a first negative. he was saying say no. That. At first he was saying it like dissing the fans for throwing things at the Cowboys, thinking that it was them. And then somebody mentioned it was the refs, and then he's like, "Okay, then never mind." Like he didn't really go after the refs. He just kind of changed his mood. I mean. Either way, they shouldn't yeah, throw stuff at anybody. Colin. You're not wrong there. I'm never going to. No, but he basically said good on the right him. Thing. He basically said good on him for throwing. He stuff. He was frustrated in the moment. It happens. Yeah, but I'm going to blame him. No, but I'm going to presume he got a big fat fine letter. Yeah, he probably did. It's the NFL. It's Roger Goodell. What do you expect? I'm happy to apologize. Makes me feel better. Probably should have doubled down. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I'd be frustrated, it. even though they made the right call. Also, Seahawks have fired their defensive coordinator, Ken Norton Jr., and defensive assistant, Andre Curtis. Did not see that yesterday. Apparently, that happened last evening. So. Hmm. It's a, the second year they fired a coordinator. I believe they fired their OC last year or the year before. Wilson to Washington? 
I don't know. Some NFL people say that makes sense, but that does it for today's edition of the Sports Mix. Thanks to Shepherd men's basketball coach Justin Namalik for coming on the show today. For Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer Reese saying so long. We'll talk to you tomorrow just after noon. Listening to 106.5 FM and 740 AM. Talk Radio WRNR. Martinsburg, Shepherdstown, Charlestown.